You're listening to episode 214 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at the 360vegaspodcast.com website. Warning. The host... Jesus Christ. Sorry, I know. Right out out of the gate. My God. Just gets ready to run that race and they just shoot it on the... (laughs) (laughs) And that fits perfectly. Warning. The hosts enjoy doing this show and as a result, they laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. We really don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Since we last spoke with you, a fucking lot has happened in our lives, and we're this actually is part of the reason why we took two weeks. We off. are really excited that all the shit that has happened, that we have the ability to tell you what it is, as opposed to the many moving parts that and, we knew about, but and, couldn't and, say anything and about, and legal things that we literally couldn't bring up to you. So first off, you all know we went to Corn, and I think it was possibly. The best concert we've ever been to, but I, I think it's also because it really dialed it. Like the set list dialed into the rage with inside of me. Yeah, no, it, it was a phenomenal show. It was um, as usual; they were awesome. It was the most elaborate set that I've ever seen them have. How often can you say twenty years in that band is having that much fucking and it, fun? And at least the song, yeah. Oh, they're having more oh, fun every like time I see them. Balls. They're like, I yeah. can't fucking believe we're doing this. And and the this the songs that I've heard off their newest album. They're just, compared to the last album and now this one, they just keep getting better and better. Yeah, I, I'm impressed. just, I'm amazed. And somehow, but, somehow tapped into their uh, their original roots. Like, wait a minute, so you did what you originally did, but like, oh, no, 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 we're just going to make it way better. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, with the show, because they always have opening acts, and there was actually, it's kind of a co-headliner on whatever the name of this tour is, but Breaking Benjamin um, was the, the other act, which I think I knew three songs, and they were all the three radio hits. Fucking love them. Yeah, I, I like good down. Band. I've downloaded. I think at least three or four more songs that I've never surprised. heard before. Super good band. And I love. I know we tweeted about it, but it was so cool that in the middle of well, Tony, I'm guessing you probably don't go to concerts where they mosh. I, you know, it's funny you would ask that. I was actually <laughs> thinking. I wonder if I should just interject and ask. What do they do at these mosh pits and or, or at these concerts? Do they still do mosh pits? And if that's the case, do you guys like trip on your walkers and worry about breaking a hip? We, we don't fit in with those crowds usually. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're we're way too old for that. But the the beauty of, of this concert, 
there were people older than us there. Oh, I mean, man. way older. There were grandparents there. And actually sitting next to us was a mom with her. She must have been like 12, 11 or 12-year-old daughter. Yeah. So it was like people of all ages. But, uh, yeah, no, mosh pits are, they have never looked fun to me. I, I don't get it. Apparently, Mark, when he had his teenage rage, found it a good. Well, it wasn't a rage thing. It was a, it was a, it's, I'm not going to get into all of it. It used to be a fun thing where people were like, we can't dance, and we don't really know what to do. This is really energetic here, and we got to, like, break this energy out. Let's just run around and, like, bounce into each other. And they're like, yeah, but what if you get hurt? Like, no, 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 we'll catch you. It'll all be safe. And then, unfortunately, as they often do, roid-head douchebag fucking mother pieces of shit that I... I <laughs> If, if I didn't fear the prison system so much, I would probably go on a serial killing murder spree to destroy all these idiots. What they decided to do is they realized, oh my God, I could get in here and literally just punch people in the fucking face. Like literally the people you've seen that are just these giant muscle head monsters. You know, they get in and they're like, we can literally just beat the shit out of people and get away. They're like, we're just moshing, man. We're just moshing. And they've destroyed the concept. But luckily in the last few years, actually, I don't know if it's luckily, but I know they're trying. Yeah. Bands are like, fuck that. We're not letting you get away with it. You've ruined it. You fucking assholes have ruined it. And for the first time I've ever seen literally in the middle of a song. Yeah. Breaking the lead Benjamin singer stopped. stopped. And, and was like, said, whoa, 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 whoa. You, and literally called him out, and they weren't reacting to him. Like, I don't know how you're not fucking listening to me. I'm on a fucking microphone. Knock it off. Like, just unloaded on him. Yeah, in the middle of it the concert. It was unbelievable. Like, that's not how you fucking act in those things. It's just, it was a communal, fun, safe thing that, well, I mean, it looked dangerous when it started, but, you know, it was safe. Like, I, I, rem I told Karen, I remember there were times where you would stumble and fall, and somebody catch you, like, you all right? You want to go back in? Okay, I got you. Now, now you will literally get this shit beat out of you if you go in there. Because I promise you there'll be a collection. At least four of them. There's usually, they, they travel in fours, uh, of these roided out muscle head pieces of shit that will go in there just to beat the fucking shit out of people. And now that we have Mark's anger out of the way, yeah. that's a good way to start the show. But no, it, yeah, it was an awesome concert. But anyway, there's been other more, you know. Now I have a new job. <laughs> no, something that uh, has been kept as quiet as could possibly be kept. Once again, Brian, the guy who helped inspire this show, uh, realized that I, I wasn't reaching my full potential. We're being used position. to your full potential at your current position. Right, right. I, I, I enjoyed the work, but it was nowhere near utilizing any skill. You I enjoyed really the work had. because you could do it in your sleep without thinking about it. Was, it was let's mindless. Not, let's not judge. Let's, let's not rub sand in No, you were wound. so good. At, no, but you were so good at it that you didn't even have to. I mean, you were great at your job. So anyway, I am now doing something that is basically a collection of things that I found interesting to entertain me when I was so bored with my job or with with anything that I'm like, wait a minute, you can do that with Excel? Oh my God, how do you do that? I want to play with that. Like, I, I need to create statistics so I can I can manipulate them. That sounds like fun. I am now your, your geek side is I know, right? I am now an application uh, and software uh, analyst and developer, which is to I, obviously that sounds like well you got sounds like you got a job. I don't have any education or experience doing this at all. And this is a company that Except what you had on the job. That's yeah, it, yeah. On the job, things that I self that, that, I, that I taught myself. And finally there was a company going, "We want to pay you a significant amount of money to come do that for us." I'm like, and yeah, but I don't have 
I don't have an education like we don't give a fuck. We've seen what you can do. Get get the fuck over here. We'll teach you how to how to how our shit works, and then do what you do. <laughs> I'm like, what? You guys, what? Does that work? Does that happen in the world? So I um, I'm fucking over the moon about yeah. this. I am I am thr- literally my last day was Tuesday, and I started my new job on Wednesday because I couldn't stop. And on top of that, I was so fucking excited. I woke up at 3 a.m. the day before because I couldn't fucking wait to start work. Like I literally couldn't get back to sleep for another hour and a half. I couldn't tell you when the last time was that I woke up so excited to go to work uh, I was, that I couldn't I was go back to sleep. What about you, Tony? Were you, were you that excited before you started your most recent job? Ne- never. <laughs> I, I've never woke, awoken at 3 o'clock in the morning going, oh, goody, 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 I get to go to work in five hours. I it's know, just, right? It's so weird. It's like, wait a minute, so all the things I find interesting, you're going to pay me to do them? I don't what? And you can still work from home yeah, and this, you can yeah, still, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And then for some reason, I was like, you know what I want to do? I need to treat myself. I'm going to learn how to play guitar and bass. <laughs> treat yourself. That's right. Treat myself. So there's a video game out there called Rocksmith for basically every major uh, uh, console that you can take real guitars, real bass guitars, and, and plug them into the game, and it reads what you're doing. So I've literally been teaching myself to play both bass and lead guitar for the last few weeks. That's that's basically the only video game I've, I've been playing. And it was funny because we also, when we, well, so Mark, I think, took a sick day because he knew this new job was coming. I got, I got real queasy, like on, I know I'm about to fuck you guys up. <laughs> so like, yeah, I know so I'm before he actually turned in his notice, he took a sick day. And, and I, on the other hand, which we'll talk about in a second, was just so sick and tired of my work that I needed a mental health day. So we took a day off in the middle of the week and went down to the Gibson factory. To be fair, I had already purchased this get. No, you had. No, had I? I don't think I did. Maybe not. No, you did because you remember we were in the the gift shop, the guitar shop there at Gibson. Going, oh, that's right. That I said I already like got mine. it. That's yeah. mine's gonna look like that. You're right. Yep. But we went down to the Gibson factory and, and did the the factory tour, that's which fucking amazing. Anybody that we fucking bring down here, like come comes to see us in Memphis now, yeah. like holy shit, you gotta go to the Gibson fucking tour. And you don't even have to know a lot about guitars. You don't even know but anything about them. Just watching them make them because they're all handmade. Yeah, um, awesome. which is awesome. It's amazing. But yeah, watching the process and stuff was really cool. So, new new thing for you guys to come and do, Tony, next time you're in town. Thanks for the warning. You oh, come dick. on. It's really cool, man. I, I must concede, I had the same attitude about going to Graceland, and I ended up very much enjoying myself. Yeah. So we know, we know. We'll, right. we'll, we'll t- take you right. You know, we'll tour you around. It'll be good. Yeah. We won't take you to some place that sucks. And the last big announcement uh, as to what big. took us away. Well, it's it's big in the fact that your job just doubled. Yeah. So I think everybody knows, or I might have mentioned it on Twitter a while ago, my company's been going through some major restructures, and... In July, cutting. I know, July or August, July, I think, they they gave me an opportunity to voluntarily separate from the company. And we fucking seriously yeah. thought about it. Consulted a, a company she's been with for 20 fucking years. 20 years. We're like, yeah, I don't like what you're doing at all. Right. Talked to a labor attorney and a financial planner. Well, we went hardcore on this fucking it, shit. Because my deal actually would have been a lot of weeks of pay but there was a non-compete and a few other things so but i didn't i didn't volunteer at that point because i didn't really know what i was saying no to or walking away from and so last week they officially offered us what our jobs were going to be i 
thought about it over the weekend. Cause so it's really kind of funny. So they give you anybody that's been through this process. It's really kind of funny. So they, they come, they get you on the phone and because my, the person that's telling me this isn't in my office, they're up in home office. So I'm literally on a phone call with our, our U S controller and HR and here's your job. And if you don't want that job, you will be offered a, another severance package, which you have seven days to decide, and here's what it is. And we know you don't have it in front of you, so we're going to FedEx it to your house. Like, it was just this weird thing that, I, and I, I'm just sort of sitting there going, okay, so tell me what my new job actually is. So you, you gave me a title, but what is it going to do? And they, you know, they finally tell you about it. And the funny thing was, I was like, okay, thank you very much. I'll wait to get the severance package and think about it. I was talking to somebody else in my position. They were just like, oh, yeah, I just took the job. I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Why yeah. did you just take the job? I made this argument. I was like, this isn't the Great Recession. It's not like this is the only job I got. Like, there's a lot of really great fucking jobs out there. I'm not just thrilled that I have a job. It's like, yeah. hmm, your job sounds like shit. Let's see what else is out there. Yeah, so the long and short of it is I ended up, I, I did take the job. I my territory has doubled. I have twice as many. You took the job via stipulations and or oh, conditions. We're going to give it a length of time and see how it works because the travel, I mean, relocation I was always. Relocation is still on the table. <laughs> well, relocation, not with me, with this, with, com with this with my com company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, we're, we're going to get, I'm going to give it at least six months and see how it settles in and if that doesn't work, then I've already talked to a wonderful woman who helps update your resumes and your LinkedIn <laughs> profiles, and we're going to start working on that right now, just in case. So, yeah. So, to summarize, Karen... Oh, we both Mark. have a new job. Yeah. One of us is really excited about it. <laughs> Sorry, enough about uh, our personal lives. So, yeah, that, that was a lot, but there is a reason why we kept taking time off. Like, going, what the fuck, man? This is a lot going on. I just... Let's, let's just decompress a little bit here. Yeah. I, I drank a lot over the last two weeks. Oh, I, trust oh, us. Oh, I'm not, we did that, too. Funny. We did the same thing. <laughs> the difference was we didn't spend a good hour and a half with you every week. <laughs> True, right? Yeah. Which I did well, miss. I, yeah, I, I, hardcore, buddy. Huh. <laughs> You're surprised huh? by the fact that we missed you? No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I, I checked out for a minute to read a text message from Jen. Yeah, it was pretty clear that that's what you did was check out. I just had to call you out on it, like going, huh. We missed you. You guys missed me. Huh. <laughs> Didn't miss you. You assholes I, at all, but that's all right. I always understood this to be a very uh, professional relationship and uh, hostile right. at times. We are we are crossing a line that I am not comfortable <laughs> with. And attorney lawyer is coming out. No, that's a, no, 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 no. I kid, I kid. It's funny actually. I, so my wife has been in Baltimore, Baltimore for a work conference over the past couple of days. So you know, I've been a bachelor uh, running around the house here, and it's. You and Cooper have been bachelors together? Right. We have, yes. And that's actually kind of where I was going with it is to say you don't really appreciate having your significant other around until they're gone. And then you're like, oh, I got to fix my own damn dinner. Oh, I got to let the dog out. All oh, the time. I got to put dishes away. <laughs> so really all I'm saying is I just really missed my maid over the last three days. <laughs> oh, Ouch. I kid, I kid, I kid. My so bang she's, maid. <laughs> she's a maid with benefits. Right. <laughs> Does that mean you pay her? Wait, we're talking something completely different then. He pays her in benefits. Oh, Tony's a benefit? Is that what you're I, saying? I, I find oh, him very yeah. beneficial. <laughs> 
So is is she back or is she you know still? She in- is. She is currently taxiing on an airplane as we speak, and that's why I went, huh? Because about ten minutes or fifteen minutes ago, and we had just started podcasting. Uh, she said, "Well, I'm shutting down the phone because we're, you know, we're being told that we're about ready to take off." And so that text message saying we're still taxiing, I don't actually know if we're about to take off, was when I went, "Huh, Vicky, wow. it's been a really long time since she was told that she had to power down." So, but no, it's it really was. It was weird not having, you know, something to do with you guys on my normal Friday nights because yeah. usually I'll pour myself a heavy dram of some sort of whiskey. Tonight we're having uh, Glenmorangie Scotch, right. and I was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to record. I was actually really looking forward to recording last week too, but so was I, I get that we've got things. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, all right, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The busiest intersection in the United States, Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana Avenue, has $2 billion worth of buildings, more than 10,000 hotel rooms, and 13,000 slot machines. Now, by comparison, Bellagio itself cost $1.6 billion. I got that from the book Super Casino. If you enjoy this show and you can read... I would recommend you reading Super Casino. It's it's a really, really good book. So, a little curious, because you mentioned it's the busiest intersection, but then you're talking about, you know, the cost of the buildings and all that stuff. Is it it the busiest traffic-wise? Yeah. The busiest intersection in the United States is Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard. It's an intersection. So, where... Where's the numbers on the intersection? How many cars come through a day? What's an <laughs> annual sort of traffic do they deal with? Is that, is that really interesting? Is that like going up? Yeah. X amount well, of cars. You, you, see, I actually thought when I read the show notes ahead of time, I thought you had you miss like you, you typed the word busiest intersection and meant to put in like the most expensive intersection. Because you talk about it being a busy intersection, but then you just immediately transition into the value of what's at the four corners of the intersection. But nothing about the actual busyness of that intersection in and of itself. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm actually making notes. I'm like, now I have to answer this. You <laughs> <laughs> will look it up. It'll be on next week's show. So I, what surprises me about that is it's busier than, like, Times Square in New York. or I think there's actually there's fucked up angles in cities like Boston and... New York. Uh, now I'm speculating. I well, can't prove there's this. definitely um, more congested, uh, uh, pain in the ass intersections. To well, get and you to. also have to remember any of those intersections that are very congested, they're not going to have as much traffic because they're congested. Well, New York, you still would have people got to get through it. I, I guess it just surprised me that it it w- had the most traffic going by it. Yeah, I, I can make notes now. <laughs> we we messed <laughs> up his flow. <laughs> Yeah. We messed up the flow, but I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be fun to research. Probably go back to the original article and it'll yeah, be in there. Yeah, we're good. Now, his book, it was an article, yeah. so it's going to require research that arouses me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Twist your arm, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this one, because this is a super well-earned winner. Talk about the twip pick of the week. Okay, so it was sunset, not sunrise, as I said in last week's or, you know, the last time we talked to you is winning monologue. The worst part is I really did some research on the angle and the shadows, and I analyzed this thing, and wrongly. (laughs) But once at underscore lucky 45 told me that the picture was taken at sunset, 
it was obvious to me, and I cast shame upon myself. And I assure you, I received the proper lashings. I, I, mean, I mean, it had nothing to do with this. Just, you know, Karen and I, you know, you got to strap the leather on every once in a while. Uh, how... <laughs> <laughs> I got it has to remind you who's boss. Right, right. Sometimes I'm like, I think I'm getting a little uppity. I think I need to be brought down. <laughs> uppity. Jesus. <laughs> no one can claim that. No race can claim that. I, I didn't say anything about it. I All just right. can't believe you used uppity. Anyway. Whatever. However, I still retain my supremacy of all things Vegas knowledge based... Well, I mean, all things that... I'm saying, uh, Dr. Dave, I think, has your beat on that. All, all things that I'm interested in, I, I, I believe I am. I, I retain supremacy. <laughs> because, actually, to be fair, I've schooled Dr. Dave on many things before, and he'll be the first to tell you. So he has a very different, vast knowledge than I do. Okay. We, we, are, we are equals. We are intellectual equals. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, don't wow. fuck... Hey, don't you fucking mock that. He will agree. Okay. How dare you, both of you. Oh. I don't know if it's technically a manzi, but this week's winner, brought to you by once again at underscore lucky45, definitely answered the call by sharing the exact same view this time during the day. He also forced the question to be asked, which view is better? An argument can be made for both, but one thing that cannot be disputed is that they both deserve to be called a 360 Vegas Twit Picks of the Week. That day, that daytime photo was absolutely gorgeous, and I, I think I said it to him on Twitter, but I will say it to him on the podcast. That is truly a print matte frame quality picture. If you want to have a picture in your home that encapsulates what 2016 Vegas strip looks like, yeah. that picture is absolutely it. Now, which view is better? If I had to pick a picture to print and frame, I would go with the daytime mm -hmm. photo. If I had to pick which view is better to visually experience, I would say the nighttime picture. I, I cannot disagree with you in any way. As somebody that loves it, the daytime is, is more enjoyable because you get to see all the details of all the things you can see. But when you think of beauty and or art, it's, it's, it's the nighttime. You're like, wow, look at it. I totally agree with you. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. So we're excited to give you a little bit more, or actually all of the details, on 360 Vegas Vacation 4. Yeah, because we're kind of tired of keeping it a secret, and we, we're deciding to share with you everything else that we have planned for 360 Vegas Vacation 4. Now, we share these with you under the caveat that most of these are unconfirmed venues for one reason or another. Now, odds are none of them will change, but just know that anything with an asterisk next to it is subject to change. The core experience will remain the same, dinner, group gambling, etc. It just might not be in the place that we're announcing today. That being said, how often have we actually had a venue replacement? Not, not often. How often have we had a dining establishment know we were showing up? What, not what, that often. And yet, and yet <laughs> still somehow accommodate us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's always the idea. It all, all works right. out in the end. So... 360 Vegas Vacation 4 will be Sunday, May 28th 
through Tuesday, May 30th. Sunday, we've already given you these details, but we're going to go over them again. Luxor is going to be our very gracious host. Starting at 5 p.m., we're going to have the meet and greet with the 360 Vegas crew, including Karen, Tony, Alistair, and me. We're going to be meet up everybody at Centra Bar at Luxor at 6 p.m. Luxor will bring us dinner from the public house at, uh, at, at Centra Bar. They're going to bring us menus so we can take a look, see what we want. Then they will go to Centra, get it, and they will bring it to us. This is not something that happens at Luxor. They're doing it for us because that's how we roll. That's how you roll when you're with us. I, I just want to make that clear. We're special, and you by proxy are special. <laughs> okay, so 8 p.m., group gambling at Luxor, including multiple reserved crafts and blackjack tables Hooray. with $5 minimums just for 360 Vegas vacation attendees. And what I love about them is, if you remember, I think it was Monte Carlo, was like, no, 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 you can't gamble here. You can't gamble here. They bring it in, and they're like, no, your limit's this. No, 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 you guys are all so good. <laughs> like, they kind of intentionally go, these are all better than you. All of these people are better than you. What are you talking about? With Monte limits, like table Monte limits. Carlo, you can't gamble. Oh, what? they were turning people away from our table. Right, and they were letting them in at Luxor. But yeah, they Luxor, they were letting them in. We could do. Yeah, they just, well, no, eventually when they finally opened it up at Monte Carlo, so initially they weren't letting well, anybody yeah, yeah. in. Oh, yeah, I don't want to speak ill of Monte Carlo. That okay. was still amazing. I, it was just a different thing. Well, like, yeah, and the it, fact it was almost once, like they made. Once they finally started letting people in the table, the other people had to bet whatever the new table right. limit was. We still got to stick at five bucks. Okay, so they were equally awesome. My bad. I was trying to make it sound <laughs> I was like Luxor say, was be, being be dicks nice. to. But so was Monte Carlo. So. <laughs> well, no, Luxor just, I mean, the tables were ours. And they could tell if we knew who was coming in or who wasn't. Right up until the end of the uh, second night with the craps table, they opened that up to the general public. Right, right. But, yeah. Uh, and we're, we have that as long as we want it. So, uh, <laughs> right. But like I said, you, you already knew day one. So now it's time for some new shit. Monday at 10 a.m.-ish. Uh, we're going <laughs> to have brunch at the Wicked Spoon at Cosmopolitan, which we have said many times before is possibly the greatest brunch I've ever experienced in my entire life. Not that we do brunch a ton, but it was an awesome oh, buffet. So good, so yeah. good. 12 p.m., pool time at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. Woohoo! Oh, it's going to be amazing. If we need to, we'll get a, co uh, we'll get a, 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 uh, a cabana, mm -hmm. but odds are we've been there before. Uh, odds are we're not going to need one. We're going to just own an area of it. It's 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 going to happen. But like I said, you will have exclusivity one way or another. We're not really concerned about that. Do they have poolside gaming? That they do not. They do not. No. Well, they have poolside gaming, but not the kind of gaming that you want. <laughs> we can play foosball. You want to play foosball or play some pool? Play some can I play it for money? Well, we could always do that. No one's going to complain about that. It's still, it's still poolside oh gambling. God. That sounds super uh, fucking fun to me. <laughs> Foosball for money or fucking shooting pool for money? That sounds amazing. We're going to have hustlers showing up. Oh, I, I was just going to say we have the biggest turnout ever in a I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a huge fan of your... Uh, it's a show, right? Okay. <laughs> just remember? So $100 a ball? Right. <laughs> It's like, whoa, everybody relax there. Oh, I thought you guys were cool. We're cool. We're cool. Ball. Go okay, set, settle down, honey. You shut up. He okay. just called me a puss. I don't know. <laughs> in my oh, head. my God. Mark had just ran through a whole scenario of this in his in my head, head right head, now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, so 2 p.m., lunch at Egg Slut. 
at Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Woohoo! That's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to try this place. Yeah, me too. Me too. 4 p.m. Meet and greet at the Baccarat Lounge at Bellagio with Vital Vegas, Vegas Bright, and Melts Vegas, who primarily supply this show with content. <laughs> right. Hence the reason we want to give you the people that actually right. do all the work. Right. right. I mean, you could throw the, the review journal in there or the sun. There's a yeah, couple but, other. But these guys have more personality. That's right. <laughs> 6 p.m., dinner at Wahlburgers at Bally's, and then 8 p.m., group gaming at Bally's in Paris because they're connected, so why not take advantage yeah. of that? Yeah, that'll be great. Hey, listen, I love gambling at Bally's. That is probably the most 80-year-old thing, and I do say a lot of 80-year-old man things, but <laughs> I yes, think you do. creme de la creme of 80-year-old comments like creme de la creme, for example. <laughs> <laughs> is gambling at Bally's. This is, I, I think folks will have an absolutely fantastic time with this. This 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 whole day, this whole Monday, uh, Cosmo uh, Baccarat Lounge, I've been there. That's a lot of fun. Oh, That's so a great good. place to hang. Great drinks, my God, so good. Yeah. yeah, and then to get to eat at this Wahlburgers, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to see what the what the big deal is with this place. I, I, me too, yeah. me too. I totally agree with you. And I completely agree with you. I Door Valleys. I love it so much. It's like their their casino bar is second only to the Flamingo Bar. Bugsy's? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, Bugsy's sure. Bar at, at Flamingo. I don't know what it is. It's that little that little bar. Now, just to be clear, because there are two bars at Valleys, are you talking about the one that's kind of up near, up next to the, the craps table, or the one in the back near the, no, the poker the, room? No, the one by registration, right up oh, front. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah if yep. you're coming okay. in. That, that's the one I consider, because the other one used to be a tequila bar. It, it was like a specific type of bar. Like they were, they, they had a reference to it. And this this one was just you know your random casino bar. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is very cool day, very fun day. But Tuesday's not not any uh, uh, sucker compared to Monday either. Oh, though. oh, we're balling on Tuesday. We're we're bringing 360 Vegas to another level. Uh -oh. Tuesday is what we're doing. What's what we're happening? doing. So Tuesday at 11 a.m. ish. Lunch at Planet Dailies at Planet Hollywood. We tried this a couple of times ago, and that was it didn't work out so well. But I think we're gonna do better with this one. I, well, I think most of us were just super hungover from the night before. That was adorable. Tony was like, "Oh, you're terrible. I mean, you need a drink, Blake. Oh, I don't want to drink, Blake. That's the only way." Was you that get a over Vegas vacation too? Vegas vacation. Oh, okay, too. so I missed that one. I was too hungover to show up on time. They were all getting their checks. I'm like, "Hey guys, was it good?" <laughs> <laughs> They thought We're it, like belts. I know, right? Like, <laughs> sure was. <laughs> okay, so then 1 p.m. We're gonna do some group gaming at Aria, and then 4 p.m. Yet again, a meet and greet. This is gonna be at the Chandelier Bar with the hosts of the Faces and Aces podcast and the You Can Bet on That podcast. Nice. I know, right? It's pretty sweet. Or, as we announced last week, or the last time we were on this, you guys get it. Uh, there is an alternate option for Tuesday called 360 Vegas Indulgence, brought to you by our friend Christina, or as many of you know her, at Raising Las Vegas, or the super hot chick that was basically nude, you know, with. with In real fans pose nude. Yeah, yes. right? Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> uh, what she has planned for you, an alternate plan, is at 10 a.m. Spa Ish. treatments at Aria. Oh, 10 a.m. No, that one I'll make sure I'm, I'm yeah. there for. Spa treatments at Aria. I mean, obviously, you get to pick the, the version you want, but yeah. they, they, many of them. Next up, 1 p.m., shopping at the North Outlet Mall. Mm -hmm. And then finally, 3.30 p.m., pampering 
at the Platinum Entourage Salon. Right. So, so Karen, let me jump in here. I want to, Karen, I want to talk to you, you know, directly on this. Girl to girl. What is the difference? What what will you be getting at the Pampering at Platinum Entourage Salon that you wouldn't necessarily be getting at the uh, spot treatment? What a Aria? great question, Tony, because I wouldn't fucking know either if I didn't <laughs> know because I asked the question already behind the scenes. Yeah, so at the uh, at Aria, it's, it's going to be much more about the massage, facials, body wraps, like... Facials? Oh, yeah. Not that. Oh, Jesus, oh. Tony. He and I are both on the same page. I'm like, I don't understand how you're getting a facial. I'm not hey. there, and I'm not. Uh, this should be a fight. And I'm supposed to be okay with this. We're, right? we're going to get the kind of facials that women like, not the kind of facials that men like to give. <laughs> because women don't like those kind of facials. Trust you me. girls aren't cool. <laughs> <laughs> if if a woman lets you give her a facial, it's really she's, just because she's, she's doing cool. it for you. She's way cool. She is not getting any enjoyment out of this at all. Trust me. No matter how much she sticks her tongue out and whatever else, it ain't it ain't for her. It's all for you. Awesome. Wait, you mean all of those movies that I've seen aren't real? Movies Next don't lie, gonna, Karen. I, I know. Next thing you're gonna tell me is they're faking it when they claim that they're having an orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Women sure. never ever fake it. All right, let's it's move on. Not. This is gonna get derailed real bad. <laughs> So, but it's body wraps, and it's it's the more all-over special stuff that you don't typically get. I want to kiss you all over. <laughs> all right. I want to again. I, I may have to break that DVD out. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Happy Gilmore. Oh, come on. Karen. Terry. To the neck. Actually, wait, this is going to get crazy if we... Yeah, <laughs> stop. Yeah. So the other place that we're going to go does more mani pedis and then the and here we go again. But they'll do more blowouts and that kind of stuff. So and again, no, I'm not going to go there. We've already made this joke many times yeah, about blowouts. the blowouts. But is that something that someone would typically do in Vegas? Is I mean, okay, the mani pedi, I guess I can I can get that. But is is isn't a blowout like a like a big hair deal? Not well, it is a hair deal, but it's. It's basically getting your hair washed and dried and having somebody else just do it, it for you. Style it for you and just do something different that, quite honestly, you can't do to your own head. Because whether you don't have the skills or you can't see it, it's it's just another form of pampering. It's, I imagine and, it's and there's like, nothing better like we like than Project having somebody runway. else wash your hair. Like I, we have Project Runway. I imagine it's kind of like when they go into the makeup room and they and they style them. They take care of them. That's what that's that's what I. Only imagine they don't wreck me. your hair like they do to models. Okay. But that's okay. a different okay. thing. But you know what I mean. Like it's like you go in there and you tell them, not not some designer tells them. Like you tell them, I would like this. Don't fuck it up. Let's not be fair. They know what they're doing. But they know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 It just it's a way to get your hair styled that. You're gonna look pretty and feel pretty, and it's a girly thing. So sure. don't say that. It's 360 Vegas indulgence. Maybe a dude wants to get a, his. Well, they his can shit. go get the Manny Petties. Yeah, I'm gonna get a facial. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a sign-up list for that? I've already posted it to Craigslist. It's right. <laughs> well, I thought you needed to give like the 360. Are you a listener to the show? Like on the show? <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say you need to give the 360 Vegas listeners a, the first. You know, first first crack. Shot, yeah, exactly. First shot at that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so those are the two. 
Those are the three experiences, apparently. Alistair's going to be there. I'm going to be like, mm, this tastes like fish and chips. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. I don't know how you didn't think this was going to happen. Pent up. <laughs> I'm glad Tony's in Michigan, otherwise we'd feel it down here. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, hey, listen, this no, this sounds like a really fun uh, day, and I, frankly, uh, Karen, I very might, very well might even join you for that spa treatment. It might be kind of nice to just try a, a massage for once, just to see what that would be like. And oh, you've never had one? Oh, they're the best. Uh, I, sure. Certainly not anything like it. It what Ario is gonna. Well, for, for the record, there are no happy endings. So if that's what you're looking for, it's not that and kind of massage. It's, it all depends on the lady. Exactly. Day. Hang on now. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't you put them in a box and judge. There are a few minutes between when the masseuse walks out of the room and when you're supposed to exit out fully dressed. This is a charming gentleman. Okay. It's not like they reuse the sheets. What's the matter? <laughs> He's helping out, all right? He needs to feel relaxed when he leaves. Sometimes that happens. If the massage didn't do it, then, well, yeah. Well, the massage is usually what fires it up, from my understanding. Not for me. I've fallen asleep on a massage table. the same equipment that we have. Doesn't mean you still can't get turned on when somebody's touching you. Yeah, but it all centralizes itself and builds up. Karen, it's like a fire hose, all right? That thing's going to fucking go crazy if you don't open it up. Karen, he wins. They do have to flush the fire hydrants every six weeks or so. Hold on. What you didn't see was what he said. It's a fire hose. He he picked his head back away from the mic and, like, swung it around. (laughs) Like, it was the end of the hose going off. Oh, my God. Okay, so what we shared with you there are two, maybe three or four (laughs) different options. We officially are claiming two of them. But I think we've made it clear this thing can go many different ways. But regardless of whatever experience you choose, after you're done enjoying that, we're all going to meet back up for dinner. At 6 p.m., the first ever high-end dinner at STK at Cosmopolitan. The ladies are going to all be, all be purdy, and we're going to go to a fancy place, and we're going to be fancy. I'm going to stink like cigar and booze. Uh, well, I, it seems, seems... We would expect nothing else, right, Tony. Right. <laughs> and then, Unlike what I usually stink of, which is, you know, regret and bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and then to finish off that evening, we are going to have group gaming. This is going to be at 8 p.m. Group gaming at Planet Hollywood. Now, as a reminder, those of you interested in anything in the 360 Vegas indulgence, you need to RSVP that. All you need to go is 360VegasPodcast.com. Click on the tab 360 Vegas Vacation. You can't miss it. It's right up at the top. Uh, And then click on the RSVP so we know that you're interested in it and we can make plans accordingly. Uh, So uh, just a question. Maybe this is for Christina. Is she booking the reservations, or do the individuals have to call Aria to book them? She will take care of that. I will take care of potential transportation should it be required. Okay. We may partner with our friends at Earth Limos to take you ladies around. You, you, those of you, I, I hate when I do this. And it's only because she brought up, like, oh, it's got to be a ladies' day. I'm like, yeah, but what if a dude wants to do it? I don't want to be like, ladies' day, and then this guy. You know, I don't want to be like that. I'm like, 
dudes like shopping. Dudes like fucking massages and, and shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so I don't. Other than you. So anybody that wants to be a part of it should should attendance be you know to a certain level that we require. We may set up some stuff with our friends at Earth Limos uh, to take you guys around. Uh, if not, uh, we, you know we'll set up other other transportation, whether it be Uber or. or I just have a feeling the ladies are going to show up all pretty, and the guys are going to just be just shit housed after the group gaming. So. Well, we're probably going to be shit housed, but uh, we're going to be you know we're going to sport coats something. I don't know. So you know what's going to be funny about this is the ladies. I'm sorry, the indulgence day participants yes. are going to be ready to go. We're going to have an awesome dinner, and then we're going to be ready to hit the floor. And anyone that did the alternative activities <laughs> yeah. is going to have drunk, full tummy, <laughs> and they're going to be passed out. This is going to be fun. I don't know. It's Vegas, man. It's the end of this thing. We tend to get fucking balls out on our last day. <laughs> so. Right. Now, as the venues become confirmed, we will be sure to pass that along to you, as well as a few other ideas that are currently in the conceptual phase. Now, obviously, we just said that we shared everything with you, but there are a few things out there that some venues, there's some shit, there's still could, there could still be some fucking surprises, the point, that we're coming to this. And I don't want to share them because even, even the people who have come up with the concept or are working on the concept like I, I don't know if we can make this work but fuck it let's give it a shot I don't want to be like hey we're going to do this and you guys like oh my god it's going to be amazing like oh hey it didn't work because when, what we did is we, crazy yeah. would we know prior to going out that this is going to occur oh, or would this be something that we would absolutely do? anybody uh, listen listen if you're waiting for these secret things to decide if you're going to go to 360 Vegas Vacation, you're going to be disappointed. That's not going to happen. No, this is sure. basically it. Anybody yeah. who's going to go to 360 Vegas Vacation, it's only going to get better. What I haven't told you will only make it better. I don't want to tell you because if you're like, holy shit, I thought it was going to be amazing and now it's going to be this. I'm like, no, it's just going to be amazing. I'm like, well, now it feels less than amazing because I thought it was going to be epic. <laughs> like, well, fuck you. This is why I didn't tell you. So. Okay. okay. Exciting uh, shit. It's it's, nope. it's it's exciting. And regardless, if it doesn't work, we'll tell you after what was happening. I just don't want uh, you to sure. get too fired up about a few crazy ideas that some have stepped to the table. Like you going, just need to stop teasing it. Just stop. You're working on some stuff that I'm could be epic. I'm excited about it. I'm <laughs> share I know, it but now you. everybody else is like, what is it? But you're not sharing it. That's part of the problem. I'm sharing, I'm sharing my excitement is what That's I'm right. sharing. And we get excited off from that excitement. Right. I'm like, yeah, tell me when you fucking know. <laughs> oh, wow. That's me. <laughs> this is an amazing agenda that you have put together. The Danny Tanner clipboard of fun oh. is is well done. And everything about this sounds like it's going to be a freaking blast. I'll concede. Guess what asshole actually spent some time online today checking out prospective cosmopolitan hotel rooms for this trip? Oh. Yeah. What do yeah. you, you think of the rooms? They all look they all looked very nice. Uh, this will be my 40th birthday, so I I think that if I do it, I probably want to splurge and do. Let me ask you something, and, and this probably could have been saved for off mic, but what the hell? We'll we'll let the listeners in behind the, the curtain here. Do you think that it's worth straight up booking the uh, the terrace corner? Suite yes. room, whatever it's called. Yes. Straight up, just guaranteed I'm going to have it. Yeah. Or wait until I check in and be like, hey, can you see what you can do for an upgrade? Oh, there's no way you're no. getting an upgrade to you a You won't get an upgrade to no that. No way. 
Okay. You, you may get a better view. You may get something like maybe instead of a city view, you get a, uh, like like a, a like, a, like a fountain view. Right. No way you're getting a wraparound. No, you you no won't get way. the corner if you don't book it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And make uh-huh. sure, make sure you get the fountain view. I disagree. Hold on, hold on. If oh, this is for, his for first time, time. Uh, fair enough. So, I was going to say, fault. don't you even no, start. No, you're absolutely George. right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. If it's his you first time, get make sure you get a fountain view because there is nothing like seeing the fountains from that angle and just being able to walk out there at night. You don't have to fight crowds and you can hear the music and you can watch it. It's just beautiful. That's yeah, pretty sweet. And you can sit there in your underwear or naked if you want to, and nobody's going to know. All right, all right. I, I just I was playing around on the website today, and I thought, oh, this is not a half bad idea. So, so we're looking into it. We are looking. I, I am. I am. The ice is melting around my cold heart about <laughs> Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Although to be fair, you're on warning because <laughs> this guy is prepared to give you another shot. You fuck this up, this guy will never step foot in your place again. I don't give well, a fuck how good your food is, how beautiful the place is. Especially because I'm paying real money at this point. Now, oh, I know, before right? it was just terrible <laughs> casino service. Right. Now let's wait and see how they can fuck me over in my hotel. All right, all right. Let's move on. How about talking about the Fremont East getting an evil pie? So apparently Radio City Pizza knew what they were doing. Not only when they set up a pizza shop on Fremont Street, but also when they accepted an offer they described as too good to pass up from a restaurateur who put up a fondue establishment in the space and didn't even last six months. They have been closed since May. Now, Evil Knievel's son, Kelly, is partnering with Golden Tiki owner to bring you Evil Pie. The restaurant will offer New York-style pizza by the slice, which, by the way, is what Radio City also offered. The space will be decorated with pinball machines, skateboards, and all manner of Evil Knievel memorabilia, including a bronze statue of the man. Even the music is intended to be a part of the experience, as you can experience, or you can expect to hear 70s rock, new wave, early hip-hop, and punk acts. Evil Pie is set to open in October. Does that not sound interesting? Only uh, think about all that 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 ambiance, that that concept. That sounds like I mean, obviously, it's a slice of pizza. So I, I think I might be confused, and I apologize. But can you clarify for me? So Radio City Pizza is the concept that did Secret Pizza. No, no. Radio City Pizza was just a New York slice pizza place that was doing very well on Free Money East, and this fondue place came in and offered them ridiculous amounts of money, and they were like. We're doing great here, but that's dumb money. What okay, are you doing? But so, so the fondue place and Radio City Pizza are have no way related to this company that is offering Evil Knievel Son. Right, spot? but Radio City Pizza was offering New York Slice very successfully on Fremont. This fondue place came in; they failed miserably, and these guys are like, "So we just need to offer a okay, good." Okay, no, New York I'm Slice? I'm just confused because what I'm understanding is the new place that's coming in is this Evil Pizza that is Basically Evil Knievel Son the same and type of food with a different vibe. Golden Tiki, I don't know who that is, but okay, so that's that. But it's different completely from the whole. Uh, Except that it's basically the exact same food. Okay. Well, no, that, so, that's fine. I just I was confused about who the players were in this and what was coming and what wasn't, so I apologize. Well, and I want to ask a clarification question. Radio City Pizza went out of business? No, they didn't go out of business. They just closed. They sold that location. They're still in Las Vegas. They just don't have a, a, a location there anymore on Free Money oh. East. Because the fondue place came in and offered them offered stupid them ridiculous money. ridiculous money. And now the fondue place is closed uh, after six months. Yeah. 
They're doing oh. fine. They were like, we don't want to leave, but you're giving me fuck you money. What am I going to do? Well, yeah, it almost sounded, sorry, the way that I heard it uh, was. Originally, yeah. What, well, yeah, the way that I heard it when you read it was that Radio City Pizza was on Fremont. A fondue place offered them a ridiculous amount of money to move into a bigger location because they had closed it. it I heard it differently. Okay. So I apologize. No, they, they had this tiny spot that was doing great, and somebody offered them fuck you money, and they're like, we wouldn't leave, but that's dumb money. That's dumb money. So fuck it. Here, take our spot. And this place is, and it failed miserably. I'm like, on. So you're telling me I just need to put a good New York slice in here? Fuck it. We're in. We're, what we they should have done is they should have moved back into the old spot and been like, that was a great investment of our time. Oh, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> I couldn't have gotten that in the stock market. Right. Exactly. You basically paid me to take a vacation. Yeah, Way to go, back. dick. Well, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm sure the fondue spot is trying to find another uh, subtenant or another concept that will pay them even more, which... I'm guessing oh, Radio yeah, City Pizza think, And Radio City's like, ah, uh, we know. I we ain't know. paying that. I know what I had before. <laughs> have you guys ever done fondue before, like like a full-blown fondue restaurant-type experience? No, we've done it at home. We've never done it in a restaurant. And, and let me tell you why you're smart. Because it's the same fucking bullshit. <laughs> you're just melting cheese and dipping shit in it. But you're paying like three times as much to do it. Well, so the funny thing is, is we don't do we cheese fondue cheese, yeah. at home. We oh. actually do it with steak. Karen's a beast. So you, you get the, like the fondue pot only with hot oil. And okay. you've got little cubes of steak that you put on the sticks and put them in there. We haven't done that in a long time. No, we we haven't. That. that actually sounds good now that we're talking about it. Okay, keep going. Did you cook it in the oil? Yeah. yeah. And and so then you, depending on how crispy or not you like it, so then you pull it out and then you have different dipping sauces that you can dip your steak into. I remember we used to do that so much that we haven't done it in so long because we did it so much. We're like, I don't want any more of this anymore. <laughs> well, because you're taking red meat, which yep. is already yes. going to clog your arteries, yep. and you're you're at your deep frying you're it. You're frying it. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. chest was probably like, I literally just can't do anything. No, right I now. assure oh, you, it so wasn't good. the chest. It was the palate. It was the palate that was like. I've eaten enough steak from this goddamn fondue pot for a lifetime. Well, and for market, oh. it, it it wasn't as much work as it was for me, because for me, well, yeah, she's got to. I got to get all. the different sauces I ready. It, I got to you know cut the meat up and get everything going. Mark's like, oh, are we my still meat. talking about fondue? Mark? I was yeah, I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> hey, there's only one sauce that Mark can prepare. So. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't go on her face. Right. No, it's, no. it's gross. No, it doesn't. It's wasteful. <laughs> it's wasteful. <laughs> what do you mean it's not like that? she can nom 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 it all down. Because <laughs> it ain't going to be used what its original intention was for, that's for sure. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh. All right, all right. Putting the train back on its tracks, ironically, let's talk about recreational weed in Vegas. While the vote isn't until November 8th, polls show that question two will pass legalizing recreational marijuana in Nevada. So what does that mean? Well, adults over 21 with a valid U.S. ID or passport will be allowed to purchase and consume up to one ounce of marijuana from legal dispensaries or up to an eighth of an ounce of marijuana concentrates like wax, CO, I don't know, I fucked up on my typing here uh co oil or whatever except you the people who fucking want to do this know it uh, <laughs> yeah. but you can do it per day it will be legal to purchase marijuana paraphernalia like bongs and pipes which are currently illegal 
and those living outside of a 25-mile radius of any dispensary will be permitted to grow up to six wheat plants for personal use. That can't be right. It's got to be like six types of plants. I think you meant six weed plants. There you go. There you go. I, some of these were written a while ago, so don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> here We're bringing you weed information. Right. Uh, <laughs> now, here's where it's going to get tricky for tourists. You will only be able to smoke on private property, including back and front yards, but no sidewalks or parks. That would be a problem, but casinos are considered public property. Now, odds are you're not going to be able to light up at a blackjack table, but expect weed lounges and weed-friendly spaces to be designated within properties should this pass, which, as I said, all things point to that it's going to. Those of you thrilled at adding weed to the many of things that you can only do in Vegas, slow your roll. Medical marijuana was legalized in 2000, and the first dispensary opened last year. Hmm. And those dispensaries won't immediately become recreational dispensaries. Once the details of the recreational license are set, those with medical licenses will have first dibs on them, but I, I, that blows my... I had no idea. I thought they legalized it a few years ago, and then uh, medical, uh, and then it took them a few... I can't believe it took them 15 years after they legalized it to open. Whatever happened to Vegas being the, the quickie marriage, quickie divorce, that you can do anything here? Like, these people, gay marriage, they dropped the fucking ball on that, fucking legalized... What the fuck are the idiots running Vegas doing now? Anyway, for those of you for those of you in 20 years who want to smoke recreational weed in Las Vegas, uh, prices are expected to run 13 to 18 dollars per gram with customers being allowed to purchase amounts as large as a full ounce. I have no idea what those those measurements mean because I don't cook so I have no idea or smoke. So uh, public schooling will enjoy the 15% tax rate expected to generate around a billion dollars in revenue. I'll be the first to admit, I fear and or respect the shit out of the law. I've, I've never touched this stuff before. I've always thought it was awesome, but I'm like, I don't want to go to prison for this. But what do you guys think of this? I don't know. I guess I'm sort of indifferent to this. I, I think it's, I'm with you. I'm surprised it's taken this long to get it in Vegas or in Nevada because of Vegas. I don't see me... I don't know. I, I, unlike Mark, I smoked pot in my college days, you know, had a bad experience once that has kind of well, it didn't kept me really, off it. It wasn't really for you in general, though. Well. You're like, eh? No, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed smoking pot when I did it, but I had a bad experience where I woke up at a friend's apartment, you, you know, and was completely unaware that they had been trying to wake me up for quite some time and I wasn't responding. I was basically out cold. And if I hadn't been around friends, it would have been bad. And yeah. so for me, after that, I was check, like, yeah. I'm kind of done. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again after having, you know, alcohol be my only vice for so long and it'll yeah. be fine. But I just, I'm indifferent to it one way or the other. I think this is going to be a huge moneymaker in Vegas. Yeah. Once it's, it's legalized, I think it's going to create all kinds of revenue. And I, I'm hoping... The medical marijuana is one thing. The recreational is something else. I think you're going to start seeing more and more clinics pop up. 
but yeah, I, I am curious as they if they're gonna make them smoke it in the clinic or if they're gonna have lounges or what. Because like I said, public spaces, it, you're not, it's, you can't fucking walk down Las Vegas Boulevard and just fucking smoke a joint. But if they make thing. recreational marijuana legal in Nevada, couldn't they? Well, that's the problem. Is is the limitations uh, of the law that they're currently looking oh, at now says right. public spaces? No, you can't. You can't do I that. I still think it'll. People will go there and smoke a joint and be very happy about that. Oh, I'm sure they will. But that's what I mean. It, it's the, the properties are going to have to figure out in a smoking room. Are we going to let you smoke weed in in that room? Because I agree with you. If you, if they're going to let you do that. No one will bitch. Like going, can I just go get this and then smoke in my room? No problem at all. I don't need to be sitting in a slot machine and smoke this joint. I have no problem with that. Right. Yeah. Tony? I have a lot. <laughs> all right. First of all, I will also join the Mark bandwagon of ha- never having tried it. But that's because I like to drink. I like to gamble. I like to smoke cigars. I am self-aware enough that I've got an addictive personality and I don't think I could just quote unquote recreationally smoke marijuana. Uh, I think it would truly be a gateway drug for me until I'm, you know, <laughs> taking facials just so that I can get heroin money. I'll be rimming the waiters to get their tips so I can get my hands on a roll. I mean, at least then I'd have an excuse for it, but I digress. Right. So, I don't actually think that this is going to impact the traditional casino tourist, and I'll tell you why. You got to remember, gang, marijuana is still a prohibited substance at the federal level. I know. That's what fucks me up. That's what terrifies me still. The idea that it's legal there, like going, I could still technically lose my job, and I could still go to federal prison. And you know what else could be lost? gaming licenses so you're so if all of a sudden the feds decide that they want to come in and crack down on the fact that casinos are starting to allow this uh, marijuana use in in their casino i i think that for individuals that come to vegas that want to recreationally smoke marijuana they're going to have to take an uber they're going to have to go four blocks off strip they're going to smoke down. They're going to take an Uber back, and that's going to be the extent of it. I don't foresee hmm. uh, neon marijuana plants uh, signs <laughs> being hung from the windows of these casinos. I just, uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. It's, it's <laughs> we not here. <laughs> right, exactly. With a big old arrow. You know, and it's funny because I'm, I agree with you. Uh, in my surprise that it's taken 15 years, Michigan passed a medical marijuana act by initiative meaning the actual citizens of michigan got enough votes to get it or signatures to get it on the ballot wow and it passed Mm -hmm. but again medically medical exclusively we've had dispensaries in the city of lansing there's a the number I read just today says there's roughly 50, five, zero, 50 to 70 dispensaries that have popped up just in the city of Lansing alone wow. since 2008. And they're technically all completely illegal because the act only legalized a caregiver. That's essentially a person that can legally grow it and a patient, which is a person that can <laughs> legally use it. Oh, that's funny. And yet here we've got these 50 to 70 dispensaries just in the city of Lansing. Forget Grand Rapids or Detroit, which are the two largest metropolitan areas in Michigan. You've got Lansing, just capital city that's got upwards of 70 some 
some projected. I am amazed it's taken 15 years and I'm guessing, and I don't know this to be the fact, uh, the case, I'm guessing Vegas must have, the city thereof must have really, um, drug its feet with its like creation of regulation of how you're going to do it, where you, where the buildings can be built. Oh, that's another thing. They very well might have in this, uh, ordinance where the dispensaries or lounges or whatever they're going to regulate, um, actually state, for example, Michigan just passed a bill, um, last month where it can only these um legalizing the the dispensaries can only be done in industrial or agriculturally zoned areas mm-hmm. right so not as well as i do the strip is not going to be regulated as a industrial or agriculture area mm-hmm. right so anyway talk to us about the las vegas new logo being used. Looking for more reasons to waste time and money on valueless endeavors the city of las vegas unveiled their new logo the first since 1979, with the goal of creating something iconic and timeless. To this shows, and I imagine just about everybody on, or at least every human on Earth, surprise, the logo wasn't the famous Welcome to Las Vegas sign. It was the word loss on three separate playing cards, then Vegas in a flamingo flaunt. Now, the new logo uses a similar font as the words City Of and replaces the cards with something very similar to the Steeler Industry logo, probably best known as the Pittsburgh Steelers football team logo. Travel Zork has a comprehensive article showing the new and old logos. There's no way I can describe this properly. When you look at it, you go, oh, I know that logo. That was the old one. That was, the, that was an official thing. You guys paid money for that? And now you paid money for fucking this? It's ridiculous. This, uh, we're not, in a world where Trump could kill us all, let's not really dwell on this. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to go to the link to see what this logo looks like because I'm confused. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But the fact that they spent time and money and they analyzed this, I'm like going, first of all, there was nothing wrong with the last one. There's no reason to create a new one. No one's, or new one, no one's ever going to know the difference. No one will yeah. ever know the difference. Some ad agency in Vegas just made 25 grand off from, you know, this unfortunate, I say unfortunate change, this barely any change. It's You're absolutely, it's silly and dumb and a giant waste of time. It's stupid. Yeah. Fine. Oh. Something that's not stupid. Wait, hold on a second. So I just Oh, that was it. a great fucking transition. Oh, I'm sorry. Do the transition and then let her do it because it, I, I felt it. It felt good. Speaking of. Oh, fuck. See, I, it's ruined. I forgot what I said. Damn Speaking it. Of something Speaking of something terrible. that was not stupid. Oh, yeah. Speaking of something that's not stupid, Bruno Mars is going to be in Vegas. Ah, it's good. Now, now share your fucking shit, Karen. <laughs> so I didn't understand when you said it had three cards behind it. It's actually lots. sharp when I analyze it. I, I, was, I was picturing three cards that said LAS on each of them, but it's three cards, one with the letter L, one with the letter A, one with the letter S. And then it's just Vegas in a script writing. I I don't think anybody knew that was the official no, logo. I always just thought it was something that, yeah, they're like, oh, that's really cute that they came up with that. I didn't know anybody wasted time and or money to create that. And then the fact that they're like, okay, that was good for all these years. Now let's create something else. Like going, what, why? And then the, the diamonds that you refer to that remind you of what's on the Pittsburgh Steelers helmet? Well, because it's almost a, rep, a replica of well, it. Well, no, you realize those, those are the stars from the Stardust. 
No, those in in the in the I, I understand where you're coming from. That's that what they remind what, me of when I look at it. That is what they will claim when okay. the Pittsburgh Steel oh, no, industry those, sues them. Those absolutely this. look like. Oh yeah. yeah, they look like the three diamonds 100%. on the Pittsburgh Steel. And, and to be fair, any of you who actually well actually those of you who don't care, this is probably more for you. Anybody who cares already knows this. The Pittsburgh Steelers had to get legal approval to use those because those are union trademarked fucking symbols oh, for the Jesus. steel industry. No kidding. And they huh. had to get approval <laughs> when they did that to make it the logo because they were going to be the Steelers regardless. But their logo wasn't going to be that until well, they received approval. And I didn't know that. Now it makes sense why they have the three fucking diamonds on their helmets. I mean, like, uh, to be fair these? to the union, they didn't fucking charge them anything for it. They weren't dicks about okay, it. Okay, well, I feel oh, better about that. That's a shocking but, uh, is, I agree. Is, but, 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 but they had to get approval to do it. The fact that they, uh, because cheer, this is clearly, they can claim it's a Stardust thing. It is clearly a direct ripoff of that. If they don't get sued, I would be shocked. The only difference is... Or at least try to sue them. If you look at the placement of the stars... See, now I'm... I, I, uh, you are keep right. Keep going, because I, I think... No, I, I think that on the Steelers logo, the, the three stars are perfectly touching each other. They These are. are kind of random, which I think is more Stardust-esque. But I, I don't disagree with you. Sorry, guys. With this, you. We're, like, running, rambling I don't disagree with you, but I still think they're going to try and sue them, is what I'm going to say. All right, so back to Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars has released his latest single called 24K Magic, and it is set in Vegas and tons of it, including a jet ski ride in the fountains of Bellagio. How the fuck none of our blogger friends didn't catch this shit when it happened is beyond me. Regardless how disappointed I am in all of you. Uh, just, <laughs> just go to YouTube and, and Google Bruno Mars or Vegas or 24K. You're gonna, it's not going to be fucking hard to find. <laughs> it's a good song, but it's, it's got some awesome Vegas porn to it. Now, nice. also, it was confirmed that Bruno will be the first reoccurring performer at the new Park Theater at the property formerly known as Monte Carlo when it opens just in time for New Year's. He'll perform Friday and Saturday, December 30th and 31st, then return in March, Saturday and Sunday, 11th and 12th. Tickets are going to run 100 to 550, which makes me believe they're going to have this venue is going to be super Vegasy in areas, and you get fucking ridiculous kind of seat access shit kind of stuff. Or they're going to be Vegas rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Nightclubs are Vegas rapey, all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those prices, uh, $500 for a bottle of $60 Grey Goose is yeah. rapey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, this one I'm actually quite excited about. This is pretty interesting. There are more new things that are coming to the Link Promenade. All right. So let's start with stuff that you already know about. Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips is now open in the Link, and it has been greeted by long lines. Now, not <laughs> I'm sure Gordon would love this, which is why I want to rub it in his face. Not anywhere near White Castle lines, but he's had some. He's, oh wow! <laughs> he's had some pretty significant lines there, Gordon. In uh, the uh, the In and Out Burger has finally clarified that they plan to open in December. Prior, prior to this, it was just winter, uh, is is when they clarified. Now, thanks to Vegas Bright, we have now learned that there are some places that quietly opened without much fanfare. First. An Amazon locker has opened. Now, I cannot wait to talk to you guys about this. Have either of you ever heard of an Amazon locker? No. I had, I had not. Yeah. 
this is the worst idea I've ever fucking heard of. So, and Amazon, and, and I'm almost quoting, and I wish I were exaggerating, I'm almost quoting when I looked it up because I had never heard of an Amazon locker either. An Amazon locker takes away the convenience of someone delivering something to your home, and it delivers to, a, to an Amazon locker, uh, to which they will then notify you that it has been delivered to the locker, and you then have three days to pick up whatever it is that you ordered from there. So this, to me, sounds like Amazon set up places for pedophiles and rapists to send things <laughs> so they don't go directly to your home, but to a random P.O. box. This is the worst <laughs> idea I've ever fucking heard of from so, a company that is brilliant. This is horrific. I Can I jump in? I, I actually think I've got, unfortunately, sadly, I can talk a little about this. Oh, I, I hope I hope you have some ray of light that have not that, dramatically... Not that you're a pedophile that's sending stuff to a random P.O. box. <laughs> but, but that, <laughs> but, awesome, because I didn't transition very well to that. <laughs> that was what popped into Let my head. Let me so. speak to this. <laughs> Usually I just use a windowless van, but it's and and ask kids if they can help me find my lost puppy. Um, so apparently this is a real problem for residents that live in big apartments in big cities that they may not have a doorman. Okay. There may not be a place to actually leave uh, packages for for the residents of these apartments okay and i only know this because something similar to this was on an episode of sharp tank where they were pitching this effectively up like a franchise type business where you might buy into a, this franchise for and i'm making this up on the fly but let's just say you bought in for ten thousand dollars mm -hmm. and you would get a an area and it would and then you would go out and that would be your territory and you could reach out to the different places and try to sell and set up these lockers mm -hmm. for individuals mm -hmm. and so i i think this probably doesn't play well to us since we're homeowners right but i but i think for folks that live in big cities that live in apartments that don't have a doorman where you can where it can actually be left when i lived in an apartment you could always leave it with the um like the leasing office mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but i think this is one of those things where if that's not an option again maybe that's a thing in big cities they don't have leasing offices right in the buildings if they're owned by big conglomerates i don't know but there you go that's that's what i think is the, the okay purpose. so you you helped restore a little bit of my faith into into amazon because yeah. i tried to do some homework on this and i'm like this makes no fucking sense except as you described that the right. one thing i remembered is every single city this is in would have fucking places like that yeah, so from our perspective... Because they're only in super major cities. I looked at it from a standpoint of, okay, so I can either have you ship it directly to my house, <laughs> or you can ship it to a locker that I then have to go pick up. And you only have so many days. They'll fucking take your shit back. Right, right. You know, the one thing that might be convenient about something like this is if you wanted to ship something to Vegas to wait for you there, and you didn't maybe trust shipping it well, that's to... That's a clever idea. If you want to get something from Amazon real quick, like, let's say you're going to be there for a week, like, oh, fuck, you're not going to deliver it to your goddamn hotel and fucking send it to this right. place. That's yeah. Right, right. That that might be the other uh, use for it, but <sighs> I, I don't know. It's... I feel so much better. Oh, my God. I was I lost so much faith <laughs> in Amazon. I was <laughs> like, I love you, right, Amazon. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, all right. So there's other shit in Link now. Now, this should totally outrage you because this outraged me. Go ahead and share this one. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear his rage. <laughs> also... A Bed Bath & Beyond clone named Basin has opened. Who the fuck 
fuck needs to go shopping at a Bed Bath and Beyond when you're on vacation in downtown Vegas? You, you know, you know, you know what I really need right now? I need some cutlery and a real nice fucking tan set. These uh, limes, that, these limes are too thick. I, I just, I can't, I, this, no, mm-mm. I, I, I really need some sort of uh, ice tray. So I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to base and buy an ice tray. Buddy, I love your rage, but I'm about to let a woman just trump on, oh my God, I don't want to use that phrase. I'm yeah, a, I'm, I'm, I'm Actually, have, no, a woman should be trumping on something yeah, right fair now. Fair enough, fair enough. Because now that, oh my God, we just coined a new phrase. Trumping? I'm going to trump all over you. Yeah, do it. You you should. Because I, I saw your eyes and I'm like going, when I read this, I'm like, oh, I can see Karen using this fucking thing. You know, we're there like, oh, I don't have my fucking No, no, thing. no, 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 no. I mean, I, I generally, I agree with Tony. I, I think this is the worst concept. It doesn't make sense. Bed Bath & Beyond is a residential place, a residential store that you need. You don't need to when smell all pretty while you're there for five days. You don't need your special shampoo. You can't get that from Bed Bath Beyond. I'll go to Ulta <laughs> or something or Sephora or something this is like that. Housewares, fucking. Store. It is right. the only thing that you can get there that oh, you might you know need. What I mixed it up with this. Oh my Bath god. Bath and Body Works. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> So now I agree with you. This is fucking dumb. I completely mixed up the company. <laughs> completely. And you thought I was gonna trump up. That's okay. That explains why you thought about the actually. You know what may be worse. I may have actually wrote it down wrong. It may be yeah. a bed bath, or it may be a bath and body. A bath and body. Well, they no, they have those. Those would make more sense than a bed bath and beyond. So the recipe, you should probably click on the link that I'm gonna have for the story and find out what's really there because clearly I don't know what the fuck I'm talking we'll about. We'll find out together. <laughs> right. Hold on. All right, Karen's gonna do that while I move on to uh, the last thing. Something that sounds really cool, but well sadly probably fa uh, fail is the VR adventures. Now this concept is, as it sounds, put on a virtual reality headset and enjoy various Vegas adventures like flying through Las Vegas like a superhero, zip line across Las Vegas. To be clear, that's not any of the zip line experiences you can have. You would literally be zip lining over the whole thing. And then they got a few things like, you know, fly and shoot adventures or some kind of a haunted house. Now, other adventures are expected to come online should the concept turn out to be an uh, to be a success. Tickets to the attraction will run you about $23. I do honestly think this sounds like a cool idea, and I would try it while I'm there. I just don't know how many people would agree with me. Why don't you add it to the... Uh to the the, Ve the Vegas Vacation 4 agenda. Well, because I for guess... the most part, I like to add things to 360 Vegas Vacation that I know are already cool. <laughs> and I don't want to be like, hey, guys, let's try this out. And then we get out by going, this fucking stupid. Remember Vegas Vacation 4? That fucking <laughs> stupid thing? <laughs> when, he, when he had us do a virtual reality of Vegas while we, while were, we were in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the shit yeah. I bitch about all the time. Why would I do things that I can do outside of Vegas yeah. while I'm in Vegas? Yeah. He charged me $23 for him just to stand and spin me around in a circle. Right? Fucking idiot. Like I'm right here. <laughs> it just seems so real. Like I can just, <laughs> just like I'm in really in Vegas. <laughs> was it? it? It was Bath and Body Works. I knew it. Yeah. I fucking knew I was. You had the wrong one. <laughs> Right, Which so, totally makes sense, because I've gotten to Vegas before and been like, shit, I did not pack my body lotion. Well, and that's why I, I was like, really? You wouldn't want to get that? I'm like, I don't get that at Bed Bath Me On. I'm like, did I write it down wrong? <laughs> so you there you go. get shampoo and stuff. It added for good content. <laughs> and, and the VR thing, honestly, I still, and maybe it's because I tend to get motion sick. 
I can't believe that there's a new version of VR that is so cool that you well, want to do all on. this stuff. That's supposed to be I know, what and it I is. heard the virtual tour and all this stuff is amazing and really but cool. But that's and all what that I mean. Shit. It, it isn't like this thing is taking you where it wants you to go. You turn your head and it's like you're there. I yeah, I have a hard time. I, I, I would need a free demo before I would pay to do something Actually, like Actually, I, I have that Vegas app I could show you, which which wouldn't be anywhere near like VR, but you'd get the concept of what it was going to Well, be. I get what the concept is because we've done it through video games and all that so kind of shit. So you just don't believe that when it gets that close I don't believe that, it do that it's going to look real. Mm-hmm. I can't really argue with that. So. Anyway. All right. Well, I guess uh, that's going to do it for news. Let's move on into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. And we have lots and lots of bits and pieces uh, <laughs> this week. Some more first bits up, than pieces. <laughs> right. Uh, look, first up, we've got Caesar's Palace is happy to announce that Mariah Carey will end. We're all happy to hear that Mariah right? Carey is going to I'm, I may have inferred that Caesar's was happy. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, this host is happy to announce right. that Mariah Carey will end her underperforming residency at the Coliseum next May after two years of lackluster attendance. Who's surprised? Vital Vegas reports that Caesars Entertainment has rolled out the red light, green light cup drink system at all of their casino and sports book bars. Speculation is that the system could make its way to the slot floor at some point in the future. I think that's, that's Scott being overly... Pessimistic. I love, I love him, but he's like, "What's well, gonna be this?" Like, just fucking pump the brakes. These are at bars right now. Let's just let's pump the well, brakes. Well, yeah, I mean, they're at bars are offering the, you know, top shelf more premium right. drinks. Well, so right of course there. you're gonna need another yeah. beer. Need another beer. Right. Need another beer. Yeah. Slots are different. I agree. Not saying that it isn't a possibility. Oh, oh, it's definitely one. But but yeah, come on, buddy. I'm gonna give you a hug. I love you. Uh, starting October 1st, Golden Nuggets Players Club card will be accepted at Landry's Restaurants, which include names like Bubba Gump Shrimp, Rainforest Cafe, and Morton Steakhouse. Ooh. Golden Nuggets owner, Tillman Furtada. Furtada, it's not Furtada. Furtida. Anybody? Um, never mind. I'm, I'm not even going to. Do you know what it means? <laughs> if you watch, if you watch the I league. I know what a Furtada is. No, but if you watch the league, that's the word they use to explain retard. Because that's not socially acceptable Ooh. anymore. They'll refer to you as a frittata. Oh, that's wrong. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> that's wrong. Right. All right, so I got to fix that. <laughs> Hold on. Frittita. Golden Nuggets owner, Tillman Fertita, also owns Landry's Restaurant Group. So this isn't nearly as surprising as you would think. <laughs> Club card members may redeem up to $300 in comp dollars per day at any non-casino Landry's Restaurant. Wow, that's actually a good deal. I agree. Uh, while I'm cynical about, like, well, he already owns it, I'm still like, that is kind of cool, though. But why would you not? You're encouraging when, people exactly. that gamble at your casinos to come eat at your restaurants. I completely agree with you. Cross-promotion, especially for people like us. That and, love and by the way, Vegas so much and use this shit. Well, yes, encourage us to go to other things. So here's the question: Do you earn points if you eat at one of his restaurants? Wow, what a great question! And I don't know the answer. He, I also have to make he notes. He has on that. like 30 different restaurant brands. Oh yeah, they have a shit ton of them. That's a great question. Let me make notes so I can research that. Okay, everybody, pause. Well, no, don't pause. Move All right, on. Tony, go on to the next one. <laughs> Protesters picketed outside of the G2E this week, calling for casinos to become smoke-free. And this will be Karen playing the part of Mark. Well, I will so never understand oh, forcing right. a business to do something that, so that it conforms with what someone else's beliefs or opinions are. 
I mean, those people choose to work in a casino. At what point do they start calling for prohibition? Because it's also not good for you. Mind your own fucking business, people. If you don't like it, don't patronize the establishments. How, how, was, I, my, how was my impression? I, I don't like it at all. It sounded <laughs> mocking. The whole thing sounded mocking. <laughs> there was a whole lot of passion behind what you said, and I, and I felt like you were, like, every sentence you're like going, I'll never understand what this, like, you know what it was? You know what it's kind of like how, how a husband and wife will mock the other one they talk about? Oh, like, totally. Like, yeah. Karen, like, like when Karen's like, would you, you, you guys And, like, and Marco always goes, That's <laughs> 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 exactly what it was like. I'm like, I had passion behind this. You get it mockingly. <laughs> I, I don't like but it. But wait, what did Tony, what did you think of the impression? Oh, I didn't know that it wasn't Mark. <laughs> Spot on. That's why Tony's my Fuck favorite. Fuck you guys. Pick up from here. <laughs> Chin Chin Cafe and Sushi Bar at New York, New York, is preparing to undergo a $1.2 million renovation, its most significant in 20 years. Eater Vegas reports that the Asian Fusion, Asian Fusion restaurant that has been at the property since it opened will have just about everything remodeled. I like that, that it's still successful, but they're like, Dude, we're 20 years old. We gotta clean this shit up. But the fact that they're like, you're still good. Which you know, we gotta clean this place up. But Vegas has ruined all dollar amounts I'm, to me. I'm still, yeah, I'm still just amazed that a place that is completely indoors and that doesn't have to touch the outside of the building has to spend 1.2 million. Right. I totally agree. It's so silly. Well, and if this is the place that I think it is. My wife and uh, stepbrother-in-law and I, we had breakfast one morning at this place no. during 360 Vegas Vacation 3 okay. and loved it. It Loved it. The only thing I can guess is maybe they're just expanding it because it was uh, just a scooch small mm. for, the, for the footprint. A scooch? Could have been a little bigger. A scooch. I love but it. Just a scooch. I wish it were half a size larger. And maybe that's what they're doing with the extra 1.2 is they're expanding it out. But we, it was it was wonderful food. We had a very good time having breakfast there. Awesome. And um, like I, I said, if this is where I think it is, I'll be interested to see what they do with that. We would definitely go back and try it again. So can I just say this is funny? I would never think of going to an Asian restaurant for breakfast. I know, but I'm enthused. Like he said this, I'm like, now I want to try it. And it don't get your hopes up. It was a it was traditional American buffet fare. Uh, okay, I was gonna say because. When oh, I when I had to eat breakfast Asian. <laughs> in China, I was not impressed. That was not a meal that I wanted to have, and that maybe that was them trying to Americanize it, and it just wasn't good. But even the local stuff, I was like, why why do you offer this? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> All right, it's my turn. For those of you waiting to find out where Andre's Restaurant and Cigar Lounge, not Tony, formerly <laughs> at Monte Carlo, will reopen at Eater Vegas, is reporting it won't be anywhere near the Strip. Instead, electing to open up about 20 minutes west on Fort Appalachian Road in a space formerly home to DW Bistro, if that point of reference helps anyone. <laughs> I bet it helps raising Las Vegas. You know what's so funny? Exactly. That's who I thought of. That's the, I'm like, if one person fucking knows what this means. Yeah. Vital Vegas reports that Absinthe was so close to moving to the Cosmopolitan that they had hired staff for the venue only to let them go within a month's severance. Or with a month's severance. Oh. So what, does that mean then that they're staying at the tent out in front of Caesars? They are. They're stuck there. We co- Even I remember we covered yeah, that on the right. show. Well, it was weeks ago. It's fair. He's. But I remember. I, that is you always shocking. give me shit about, we talked about this. I mean, 
Which is amazing. From one week to another, you'll forget. Three weeks fucking later, you're like, oh, I remember yeah. that. Well, it's blatant. That's a woman right there. It, no, no. <laughs> Guys, it depends on the alcohol content. Oh, oh yeah. Looking to diversify their portfolio, the RJ reports that a collection of investors are buying into the Las Vegas-based UFC, sold in January for $4 billion. That'd be July, but it's, it's got to change. Ju- what did I say? It's at January. Regardless, get on to the names. That's more interesting. Names include Conan O'Brien, Ben Affleck, the Williams sisters, Cam Newton, and 18 others who aren't nearly as famous, apparently. <laughs> right? I, at some point, I got bored. <laughs> I, the Williams sisters buying into the UFC surprises me. You have to remember yeah. this is part of an investment group, so I'm sure like if it if it sold for what did I say four billion, yeah. like I'm sure they're part of an eighty million dollars. <laughs> they're probably more than that, but yeah. but you get yeah. the point. You get the point. Maybe that, it's a celebrities only investment. Well, club. it's the same thing. If you recall, there is a a minority investment of celebrities in the Memphis Grizzlies, like Justin Timberlake's involved, yeah. fucking Peyton Manning, but they're nowhere near ownership status. anything important. <laughs> you know, they're like, we own a part of that. Oh, you're like 5%? Like, it's like, like 10th of a percent. Now officially part of the Station Casino's family, it was announced that the club Palms players will be folded into Station's boarding pass club. Matching tier status, comps, and migrating existing points over dollar for dollar. So that means for every 400 club palms points, you'll get 1,000 boarding pass points to ensure the dollar value doesn't change. Those looking for more details, because I can't articulate them, can find a link <laughs> on our blog. Wiping out any final reference to Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. It was announced this week that Carnegie Deli in New York City will close after nearly 80 years. However, the Las Vegas advisor clarified that the location at the Mirage will remain open, at least for the time being. See, and now I need to make notes to research that more. Like, at the time, I didn't give a shit, but now I'm like, why the fuck are they closing? It's gotta be real estate's just too expensive, right? It's gotta I, be that. You know, I read the article. I think the guy just straight up wanted to retire. Oh, I think he said he, he worked there like six days, like it was open six out of seven days, and he worked from opening to close, and he was just fucking tired. And so, but the question is, why, yeah, would, why, why would you not, not yeah. franchise it? Why would he not just outright yeah, sell, sell it? Hand it off yeah. to somebody. Yeah, it makes, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Eater Vegas is reporting that the opening for David Chang's Momofuku has been moved back to the vague early 2017. <laughs> right, what a the next movie featuring Las Vegas is called Sleepless, starring Jamie Foxx as a crooked cop whose son is kidnapped for crossing the wrong drug dealer. It is expected to be in theaters in the spring of 2017. A link to the trailer will be available on the blog. Warning, he uses a really weird deep voice. <laughs> That's kind of serious. Kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. silly. Like, mm-hmm. we're doing here. Like, you're Jamie Fox, right? That's weird. <laughs> the guy that started on In Living Color. Right. <laughs> right. I know. I understand you want to do something serious, but I'm like, don't. You know what it's kind of like? Have you seen the movie that uh, Gordon, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, uh, like the most last movie uh, he was in? God, I can't remember what it is, but he's like, I guess. Because I'm really serious about what it is. Like, it's so off. Like, the voice is so off-putting. Like, Was that the one that he did with Bruce Willis? No, no, no. That was a good movie. No, that, this is something completely different. Is it the one where he does the 
high wire walk. No, that was something also good. It's oh. not the same thing. This is another. Wait, is it the one where? Sorry. This is one of those artsy movies where where he's like, hey, you know what it's, you know what it reminds me of, Ben Affleck doing that accountant. It's something similar to that. Like he's a really smart but not but socially is awkward guy. Is it wrong guy. that I want to see that movie? No, no, it looks good. Just but the it, thought of an accountant kicking ass. Well, I, well, <laughs> well, I even thought that the concept that that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in, like the movie, sounded good. Okay, but if the you don't voice remember what the movie so is, confusing. Is. Like the voice is so like, what are you, what are you doing? I don't know. Stop, stop doing, stop, stop it, Joseph. Stop it. <laughs> I'll show you the preview when we're done with this show. You'll be the same thing. Like going, oh, this is really interesting. Wait, you, you, why are you talking like that? Stop talking like that. <laughs> For the first time in 30 years, the Hard Rock brand is now owned by one owner, the Seminole Tribe of Florida. The <laughs> unity of brand means a loyalty card can be used at all properties and restaurants around the world. And while the Las Vegas property wasn't purchased, a new licensing agreement was signed. Sheldon Adelson comes in at number 14 on Forbes' list of the richest Americans at just under $32 billion. Steve Wynn came in at number 246. You, you know why? Because the guy got a divorce. So you know who was tied right. for number 246? <laughs> Elaine Wynn. <laughs> Good for you, Elaine. Add them together. Yeah, they might have been number one. That's, yeah. Golden Nugget announced that after seven years, impressionist Gordy Brown will end his residency at the property November 24th. Brown said he was very grateful for the time that he had at the property and looks forward to what is next. Brown has spent time on the strip, although there is no indication that is where his next step is. Showing off what they can do at their new venue, the T-Mobile Arena unveiled their light show, complete with loads of Vegasy goodness, before the LA Kings preseason game in the venue. I would highly recommend everybody spending the four minutes to check this out. There's going to be a link on the blog. It's fucking amazing. Like they they literally turned the ice into an entire craps table, blackjack, like all like I thought it was fake when I first because I saw a still when I first saw it. I'm like bullshit. They don't fuck. There's no way they would do this. The NHL's being super soft about this. Like no 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 no. This is just like our halftime entertainment. Like holy fuck, that is fucking super cool. I cannot encourage you enough. We will have a link. In related news, uh, the team is expected to finally reveal its fucking name on November 18th. I do highly recommend checking it out. It's really impressive. I was looking at it now. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Vital Vegas reports that the disease that is White Castle is growing, <laughs> this time on Fremont Street, on the corner of Fremont and 4th, currently home to the Harley-Davidson store. The Harley store isn't expected to close. The space will simply be split into two. No word on when... It will open as it hasn't officially been announced. <laughs> so, so your your leathers are now gonna reek. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! They need to have a strong ventilation system in between those two because, although a, a smelling of steamed beef and onions. Ugh, I ugh. think that's primarily why I don't like it. Like because uh, let's be honest, it's not the it, point of steaming to maintain. The, the flavor of, of whatever it was in its raw state. So it makes sense for vegetables and whatnot. You know, like you want it, you want your broccoli to taste like broccoli. It's just steamed and cooked and it's all fine. Who the fuck wants to eat ground beef steamed to taste just like raw ground beef? Oh, sounds oh. delicious. So, so the whole thing with meat is you're supposed to sear it 
on both sides in order to seal in the juices. Yeah. Because they're not doing that and they're steaming it. They're replacing whatever natural juice there is with steam, with with water, with air. And that's why when you bite into those fuckers, they're so slimy and gross. I got to tell you, there's oh. nothing oh. refreshing to me than grabbing a handful of fresh ground beef and just chomping <laughs> down on that. Oh, it's so gross. How yes. anybody, I don't care how drunk you are, White Castle. Oh, Brian will eat that idea. shit by the case. He fucking loves I don't <sighs> get There are a lot of people that do it. And to be honest with you, good on you. If you enjoy it. No, no, not good on you. There's something seriously wrong. You are seriously <laughs> fucked up. But if you think this is exactly what I need with but, a drunk hangover. But ultimately, all I want is for everybody on this planet to be happy. So oh, if that fine. makes you happy, go for you're, it. You're a sick and twisted <laughs> and demented person. But, but in, in a safe way. There are many ways you could be sick and twisted. That's true. That, yeah. Just but yeah, don't come like, anywhere near me until but, you've had a shower. But also be aware you are weird. Oh, this is <laughs> it has officially been announced that Morimoto's first Las Vegas restaurant will open October 21st at MGM Grand. Hooray! I know. Who's who's Morimoto? Oh. He's an Iron Chef that this woman creams. I, I would say there's no. there's probably uh, Tom Colicchio yeah, and Chef him. Morimoto. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So Morimoto was on the original version because you've started watching cooking shows now, right? You. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the original ver- version of Iron Chef, it was a Japanese TV show contest that was dubbed into bad English and put over here and for some reason that's I was obsessed I with it. And that's part of the reason why I hate Bobby Flay because he was one of the first well-known Americans that was on it and he was a complete and total ass then and they were talking about how okay. disrespectful he was so I hated him then. But Morimoto has been like the Iron Chef that was not only the Iron Chef on that show but he transitioned over into American television and, and so I've always just, I've loved, as far as I know his only, I don't know where his restaurants are they're not in any place that I live and I'm just, I'm super excited. I'm totally, totally going to eat there. I'm so excited. Donnie and Marie have extended their residency at the Flamingo to now run through the end of 2017. They're just going to keep on going and going. I, I don't know that I can blame them. They're probably being paid oodles and oodles of money from people who actually remember who the, like, were alive <laughs> when these people were popular. And remember their songs it's, and everything else. It's, exactly. I it's lost on. Yeah, it's lost on me. The D expands their Detroit food and beverage offerings by adding Zingerman's Coffee Company based out of Ann Arbor. So I didn't, I'd never even heard of this Zingerman's Coffee. Now, you're, you grew up a little bit more in the southeast corner of Michigan than I did. Are you at all familiar with this no, company? I mean, Have you ever heard of it? No, we really, uh, so my parents never drank coffee. That wasn't something that I was exposed to growing up. And we didn't spend a ton of time in Ann Arbor unless we were going for like a football game or a, a concert or something up there. So no, not not one I've heard of, but I, I'll be interested to try it. Sure. This is interesting. I, I, I wonder if there's any truth to this. Robin Leach is reporting that Jubilee will return to the Jubilee Theater at Bally's after closing in February. You can expect that production to start back up in March of 2017. I, I guess there's a part of me that wonders what, okay, so they talk about how it closed in February of this year. It's going to open up effectively 13, if this is to be believed, 13 months later. What did they, what do they think changed? Because they I did a know. big, right? They did a big, um, you know, they closed down for a while, kind of. And revamped and then tried the to whole come show. back. Yeah, and, and then reopened work. and still couldn't keep the thing open. I don't 
buy this. I, I don't think that this is... Um, this I, think, is I, I think this is wishful thinking on Robin Leach's part. Yeah. I think yeah. he's missing the classic old school, you know, Vegas showgirl stuff. But I, yeah, I don't see it happening either. And for that reason, I actually hope he's right. I am a little bummed that we've lost the the traditional booby show. You know, one of the, <laughs> the true classy chicks walking around with giant you know feather head dress things on. I, I, I actually have to agree with you like if it comes back i'm like we have to make the concerted effort because god knows how long it's going to be around after yeah. that yeah. Yeah. hell i would even go see it with you quite frankly there you go yeah the courtyard cafe is the next dining option to close at the orleans in order to undergo a refresh they're putting an estimated 1.8 million to make the space more modern okay Again, I know, right? A like, dining concept, and this time at the Orleans, not even on the Strip, and it's one point eight million. Vegas is ruined. Uh, you like could build idea. a whole fucking restaurant for that. See, now it makes sense to me why why people don't start to sign up for the lottery until it's like five hundred, you know, million dollars, because they're like going, they're like going, it's four million dollars. We gonna build a restaurant with that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna build me a courtyard cafe. <laughs> And not even build one. I want to refresh it. <laughs> <laughs> Rock of Ages at Rio is scheduled to end its residency at the property on January 1st. It is not expected to find a new home in the market. This, all right, so, you know, we keep teasing these things about origin, doing origin podcasts. Yeah. Because this would need to come as a part of the overall origins that, that Jen and I would, would, would ever talk about. Without any explanation as to why, both the iHeart Burger locations, including only the one that would ever get discussed on this show, <laughs> which is at the Grand Canal Shops at Palazzo, has closed. And the reason why that is, is touching to me is when Jen and I, for the folks that, that may be new to the show don't know, uh, my wife and I got married out at the Las Vegas Country Club, and then we honeymooned at the Venetian, and we ate at the iHeart Burger restaurant as while we were on our vacation, or on our honeymoon. But there's a really great, kind of cutesy, fun story that goes into how we even wound up at iHeart Burger that I will save until... Okay, origins. okay, buddy. So what? What so it sounds stop. like you're telling me. So what? What is up about Rock of Ages it, that has to do with it? Is your? It's got nothing to do with it. First of all, let's stop and then we'll address why the fuck you're way off script. Missed but it. sorry. <laughs> Secondly, buddy, what it sounds like you're telling me is you're ready, because that's really all I needed. If you're ready for your origins, all we got to do is schedule this, pal. I know. I know. I know. I. It's I've, not I've, Tony. It's if Jen is ready. Right, right. Yeah. And I've teased it twice. I've, I've talked about the Rio Seafood Buffet. Uh, at te- I've teased it. Let me rephrase. I've teased the Rio Seafood Buffet story, and I've teased the now iHeart Burger uh, location. They're, they are good stories that you will just have to wait, folk. <laughs> um, oh, apparently there's one more bullet point here, which is to say that the restaurant's website simply announced that the closure, uh, or announced about the clo- uh, closure and thanked their guests and employees. What do you mean I'm off script? It's so. No, that was me. Was it you? It was I asked the question. I'm like, why are you What does this have to do with, with, oh, with Rock of Ages? Oh, like, oh, 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 I missed the story we note. already fucking yeah. closed. Yeah, that one. Got Sorry. it. Yeah. Well My done. bad. Hey, I'm allowed to fuck up every now and then. I know, right? I do it fucking every goddamn show. The only difference is you edit yours out. That's not true. That is not <laughs> true. Sometimes you guys read them from the scripts. Sometimes you don't. All times I feel shame. 
And as if it wasn't a bad enough bet, Vital Vegas reports that the Venetian has introduced, quote, sans roulette, which features a green S meant to represent triple zero. The addition of a third zero increases the house edge to 7.69, up from 0.25. Oh, no, it's up 2.5. Venetian claims it's currently just a 90-day trial to see if anyone cares or if players will accept it like they do the 6-5 blackjack. So I am interested to hear your opinion, but I cannot wait to hear, and maybe it's just because I haven't listened to their latest episode of You Can Bet on That Guy's opinion of this. Tony, what are your thoughts on this? I, I think this is just another way to try to fleece the player, and I, I just don't understand... How much is too much, right? I mean, how much can you take from your player before you go, this is just highway robbery? Because this is the proverbial, the first hit is always free philosophy. I just don't get why they feel like, and and here's the worst part. I don't know that, sorry, Cooper's found, speaking of dogs. Cooper's allowed to have fun. He's allowed to, buddy. Go ahead. (laughs) Don't worry. I will beat him and he'll be on a Sarah McLaughlin commercial by the end of the week. Uh, Actually, you want to talk about the fastest way to ensure that I get, uh, that my wife divorces me? Lay a hand on the dog. I know, right? (laughs) She's like, you hit me first before you hit the dog. You remember that. (laughs) I I, I 100% agree with you, except one concept I just want to throw out to you. And I want to get your opinion. I, I I don't I don't have an opinion. This literally just occurred to me. What if this is just an idea to segregate the people that actually fucking know what they're doing and the idiot conventionists that are just there going, let's play roulette. And it's just in that that busy area that you know that heavy traffic area. Let's play roulette. And they don't know any better. Do you have? Is that more offensive to you, or do you respect it because it's like, okay, well, obviously you're just taking advantage of that. Anybody, any self-respecting roulette table player, if it's available at the property, obviously I'm I'm assuming a lot. I, I'm assuming that that option is still there, and this is just a diversion for the idiots. Does that does that? What what's your thoughts on just that concept that just came to me? I. I I, I don't think that's it, and I'll tell you why. Well, because if you, that but... were the case, you would see the six five blackjack tables empty and people only sitting at the three to two blackjack tables, right. or you would only see the the terrible pay scale video poker machines would be completely empty and only the smart players would be at the at the full pay video poker machines. I, I agree I, with you. That was the idiot optimist in me. <laughs> right, right. No, I I just I think it's just one more way to squeeze an additional dollar out of out of the gambler or 2.5 percent right now here's the deal the the roulette and this is i mean i really i think this is the worst part it's the baddest fuck it's a horrible bet yes yes you are taking a you're taking a casino game that is already one of the worst games on the floor and making it even worse. I mean, it's I I I I'm trying to come up with a, a an, an appropriate analogy of screwing over somebody who's already getting screwed over. It's you know you've I don't know that I how, how much I entirely buy into this, but they always say that the that the grocery stores in the inner city are 
only sell super expensive stuff because they know that the people that live in the surrounding areas don't have the means to be able to drive out of the oh, inner city yeah. to go grocery shopping. Yeah. And so you're only jacking up the price for folks that can't afford the groceries to begin with. Right. That's that's a bit of a weak analogy, but I still think it's the same sort of analogy. You're taking a game that's already just terrible and making it that much fucking worse. Why? Because all it takes is some idiot to go, um, I got some clay chips in my hand and I know how to set it on a black or a red or the four or a single zero or ooh, this dollar sign or, or S for sans, whatever. Right. It's, uh, it's frustrating. I agree. I agree. Beatles Love at Mirage is now offering free open rehearsals on Friday and Sunday. Friday rehearsals are at 4.15. Sunday are at 3. I know what we're doing. Yeah, that's pretty For exciting. real? You want to go watch them rehearse? Yes. We adore this. But, well, first of all, they've revamped it. And somebody told me, babe, that thing that you just saw, the the what they're showing at T-Mobile Arena, part of that is in love now. Nice. So, like, we're head over heels in love with that show. We it's kind of like corn. We, we haven't yet. Oh. But uh, it's part of, like, like corn. We adore that show on a level that's probably almost unhealthy. And the idea that we could see more of it, like we've seen corn backstage, I would, I would definitely want to see, you know, the rehearsal on this. We just, it's, it's, it's beyond comprehension how much we adore this, and and this, this is right in our fucking wheelhouse. And to be, to be fair, I want to jump on it while it's free because before these fuckers realize, like, going, do you know the psychos that show up for this will pay? <laughs> right. Yeah, because I was like, oh my god, I would have easily paid for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something that's in my wheelhouse. Eater Vegas shared that the Dorsey will be the cocktail lounge that takes up space formerly home to the bourbon room. After investing $2.5 million to construct, its vibe is described as offering, quote, quality and discretion, allowing guests to enjoy relaxed conversation over modern classic cocktails, unquote. And it is expected to open in December with a gold and black palette. You know, I'd like to say that I can't wait to go check this place out, but guess where I never went while it was open the first time around? It's Venetian. <laughs> we just talked about all the shitty gaming they have there. Can Venetian be much more? Minus their convention, because let's be honest, that's really what they're banking everything on. Can it be a less appealing place to go in Las Vegas? Yeah. It's crazy. No, I agree. The gaming is shit. The, the, like this stuff, it's... They, they have some good restaurants. You're absolutely right. They have restaurants. The rooms are good, and it's a phenomenal convention space. The, the rooms gaming, are good. They're not cheap, but they're good. The gaming is some of the worst oh, yeah, gaming we've ever seen. The shittiest video poker ever. We just heard they got fucking triple zero roulette. The gaming at Venetian might be some of the worst in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I'm calling it Sheldon, you rich fuck. The Harley-Davidson Cafe, located on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon, will close on October 31st after 19 years. No word on what will open up in that area, which is one of the most coveted on the Strip, thanks to Mecca Walgreens, City Center, and Cosmopolitan. you got to think. This surprises the shit out. They must have got one of those stupid money offers. Yeah, or, 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 or whoever owns the lease in the place that they were at was like, get the fuck out. Do you have any idea? <laughs> yeah what people are throwing at us. After 19 years, it's possible. They could be hitting the end of like a 20-year lease yeah. and there could be an out clause that like kicks oh. them out or something. But You have to think. Oh. Think about that corner. There has right. to be somebody that wants to just 
fucking throw something ridiculous at that. More to come, folks. I know, right? I'm excited about that concept. And lastly, despite efforts to rebrand the property, it appears that the Hooters Hotel and Casino will remain just that under new ownership. Fearing losing a recognizable brand name will make drawing traffic to it even more difficult than it already is. <laughs> like, this is bad, but guys, it could get worse. <laughs> Have either of you ever made it over to Hooters? Uh, what you have to know that I have, but only because I'm that kind of psychopath that is like, it's walkable from the strip. I must see it. And for me, walkable is to the Orleans. So, okay. yeah, okay. that's I've been it, told that you're really not missing a whole heck of a lot. Oh, of you are not. Because I have not. I have not. Been there. You are it not. It seems like I remember you telling me that it looked like just a random building with the exception of the. Uh, the staff. No, no, no you're slightly, office. you're slightly misremembering it, but you're right in the wheelhouse. It is a giant Hooters with a casino in it. It is exactly like any Hooters you've been in, with a casino in it. It's hmm. silly, stupid. It's silly, okay. bad. I think the biggest reason, and and this is the honest God's truth. I know I am a complete chauvinist that says completely outrageous and inappropriate things on the podcast, but it's mainly for, you know, reaction. Yeah. I am so uncomfortable in a Hooters restaurant. Oh, buddy. That I would never go into the casino because I, all I want to do is stare at their tits. And I know that that's supposed to be like an inappropriate thing to do. You're supposed to look at my eyes. They're up here. Yeah. And I'm so confused. I just don't know where to look when I'm in a Hooters. But you know, I, in a Hooters, you're allowed to look at their tits. No, but the thing it's is, in general public, you're not allowed no, to. No, no, no. But the thing is, is they make. Uh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Hooters with that fucking orange, that neon orange color, makes it so awkward that it's almost oh, blindingly the color is awful. Yeah. And this is why I think places like uh, Twin Peaks and Tilted Kilt have pulled it off because. They're wearing what could be just considered regular clothes made sexy. They take a flannel shirt at Twin Peaks, tie it up tight, like on. We just—that's a nice flannel and, shirt and some that you have shirts. there. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like uh, it, that are just they, short and the tight. The other and ones and, went yeah. clever. They went overt to the point where it's just uncomfortable to be there. Whereas at Twin Peaks or or Tilda Kilt, you could be, you could be like basically every man and and or basically every heterosexual man in in the world where you're like taking a sneaky peek, like going, "Well, you're making this super easy. This is really easy." <laughs> but it's it's awkward at Hooters. I agree. I hate Hooters. I fucking hate it. Their food sucks, and that that color palette is beyond digestible. Oh, it's just, I hate it. He hates the color pattern, doesn't like the food, and everybody thinks I'm the gay one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Uh, hold on. I know we're already yeah, running yeah. long. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to retweet something that I have to because I find it funny. Why do you no, have to retweet and then tell us what you're retweeting? No, this better be because good. it has a link. You better be fucking There's good. a Canadian ad agency... Again, God bless the Canadians, that has started this campaign called Tell America It's Great. And the whole design is America's going through a lot of a lot of dark times right now, a lot of negativity. We want the Americans to remember how good they actually are. <laughs> so it's for Canadians 
to tell America why it's great with this hashtag. You've redeemed yourself I with this. I find this <laughs> awesome. You've redeemed that's yourself. What that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to retweet this article because I can't our, even our, make our this shit up. The, our friends from the North going, America, you don't need to make yourself great. You're already great. Yeah, you don't have to be great again. You're great You're now. Still great. Which is a subtle plug to we do not you. elect Donald yeah, Trump. We love you so, so but much. I just, I find this so funny that Canada, literally a PR firm going, Tell America it's great. I adore you. I adore you, <laughs> Canada. Oh my God! As if we don't have enough fucking side tracks. One of the things that we talked we talked about. We're we are going to Canada for a, a ski trip this year, and the concept that that came to my to my mind was, and I I don't don't fucking do this to me, Canadians. For 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 some reason in my heart, the Toronto Maple Leafs represent. Canada, and I think it's primarily because they have a maple leaf on the on their fucking jersey. So I thought it would be fun to get because I don't know hockey players. I barely know the fucking sport. I, I, I like hockey jerseys. I just think they're cool looking. But uh, I, I thought it would be fun to get a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and have all of our Canadian listeners that we meet autograph it for me. <laughs> Because those autographs would mean way more to me than anybody who plays the fucking sport. <laughs> That's completely sidetracked. All right, let's go to the river, for fuck's sake. All right, so it looks like we got some listener feedback, in particular uh, PayPal donations. Thank you very much to Philip States and our buddy Sean DeWitt. Who wants to share with us what Philip had to say? It's never fucking me. I say enough on the show. (laughs) Philip says, a karma donation for a trip October 12th through 18th. Still working on convincing the wife to come to Vegas vacation for. Might come to telling her we're going to the Bahamas and, quote, accidentally boarding a different plane after her pre-fight, pre-flight Valium. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But, but Once she gets there, she's going to love no, it. No, 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 but hold on. She's going to hear about the indulgence day. Oh, there you go. 360 Vegas and indulgence. And then she's going right. to want to be there. You know, to be fair, and you you really need to sell this to her, there, I, and I would almost say almost without exception Virtually every spouse that has come to this that that only was dragged along by by their significant other because they thought it was interesting um, has said, "Wow, this is really fucking fun! I cannot wait to do this again." So, like I said, we got a hell of a track record. Um, I would say perfect, um, but that sounds pretentious. But it's perfect. And uh, <laughs> listen, Philip, let me let me talk to your wife right now. Go ahead, go ahead, go get her. We'll we'll wait. Go grab her. Oh, okay. Is, is Mrs. States, I, I'd like to speak to you for a moment. My wife had absolutely zero interest in Vegas Vacation 3. She went out purely as a favor, let's two. say. Wait, hold on. No, it was three. It was I thought three. it was two go, because go. you met her at two. She didn't go to two. She went to three. Go. Oh, wait. I did say three, didn't I? I meant two. Sorry. See? She didn't Fuck go to you. two. Yes, I she, did. she did. Go to yes, two. she did because you came back going, I met Tony's wife and I love her. Oh, I love her. Jesus They're Christ. coming to our house oh. and I love her. All right. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Yeah. So fuck you, okay. asshole. All right. We all so, fucked up. So it's two. Right. Go on. No, you fucked up. Go on. The point is, my wife had, and, and, and the best part, the best and worst part is she had just come home from a conference. So she got back to Michigan on, oh. and I'm going to make this up, but but I'm pretty close. She flew back into Michigan on Friday Landed at 
DTW, drove the hour and 15 minutes back to Lansing, went to bed overnight, drove back to DTW the next day, and flew out to Vegas for effectively uh, 36 hours of Vegas. And of that, she slept, you know, probably eight of it to sleep overnight. She had such a great time. She couldn't wait to come back to Vegas Vacation 3 and said that it, it was even more fun because she got to enjoy the entire thing. It wasn't trying to cram a whole bunch of Vegas right. into 36 hours. Well, and to be fair, this, in between that, she came to stay with us. That's how much fun she had. I know. I mean, after that. Well, and another story, I, w- I would say this. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. I knew you were going to go this. I was going to do it. Yeah. He told us a story where he always used to have to harass his wife to get to go to Vegas. and Like she, to get an annual. Yeah. And so she'd be like, where are we going? And he's like, I want to go to Vegas. She's like, oh, Vegas again? We always go to Vegas. And she came to 360 Vegas Vacation 3. And God bless the woman. She was pregnant. She's pregnant, yeah. So she couldn't drink. She couldn't do any of that stuff. But she kept coming to the events and hanging out. And apparently she had such a good time that Chris said... Now she's asking. So when is vacation yeah, Vegas when, vacation for? Right. When can we go back? <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, it's not a guy's crazy. It is. There's so many different people that are so awesome and just wonderful and genuinely good people. We we screen out the crazies. I'm telling you, I won't put up the crazies. So please, they all give us negative reviews on iTunes. They, they do. That's probably why. So no, please tell your wife it's a great time, and you can spend as much time or as little time with the gang Which as you want. Which we intentionally do that. We get, yeah. especially for somebody who isn't already in love with us from listening to it. We get that we can be excessive. So it's like, are you saying your personalities are a bit much? We're, we're gonna do this thing, and then you can go away, and you can just decompress and figure out what it is you think about what do just I happened. I want to see them again. Right. I not want to see it again. <laughs> and, and to be fair, which is what Chris Moore did. There's been a couple people that didn't come back around. After the first, the last one, there were a couple of folks that were there at the, the first night meeting. No, no, no. We never saw You're it You're misrepresenting that. You're misrepresenting that. It isn't that they didn't love what they did. They weren't there any longer. They came at the very end of their trip, got as much time as they could okay. in, and then left. No one, to my recollection, I, actually, no one has ever to gone to Vegas. No one has <laughs> gone to Vegas vacation and not had a good time. It, it, to the point where they're like, wow, that was, that was a ton of fun. I mean, that was, that was really, really great. No, no, I'm done. I'm not fucking defending myself anymore. <laughs> oh, good. So let's, just, let's just wrap it I up. I work hard enough. After, after yeah. two hours and 45 minutes. Weeks. Did we really expect that it would be <laughs> any less than two hours? They, you know what, kids? If two hours is too much for you, listen to one hour this week and one hour of it next week. And oh, there you go. You there can you have go. your hourly. At some point, I'll be tired. We'll take a break. You'll eventually catch oh, up. I don't know if exactly. I'll be next week in time to record. Oh, it's just going to be me and Tony then. It's going to be bad. Oh, That's going to be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't. Oh, you'll get to edit out all the splooshes, so it'll be all right. No, I will not. <laughs> edit out all of the what? Splooshes. Oh, that's what I thought she said. It's <laughs> good. Come on, Tony. Save us from ourselves. <laughs> that's going to do it for episode 214. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so by going to the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, Tickets.AccessVegas.com, Earth Limos, or you can just make a PayPal donation. Of course, you can always buy merchandise from our store, which is Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. We do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. 
If you'd like to send us some feedback, either written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time, bye. Bye.